Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're clicking on the link, following it, and uh, taking the time to, to listen to the boys and I discuss uh, our topic today, uh, this would be uh, probably the movies that make you um, prepare. And uh, we kind of think about that when we watch movies. We, what movies do we need to see before we watch this movie? Um, the movie that we're talking about today is Madam Web, and it's a part of the Sony Spider-Verse that's dealing with characters like Venom, Morbius, and a couple other movies that are coming out this year. So we're going to save all those characters for a, a video or a podcast later this year. So in this one, I thought it would be fun for us to discuss just the Spider-Man movies in general, the ones that they've seen, kind of touch on the ones that they, they haven't seen but that they know of. Um, and just, we had a lot of fun with it, kind of giving some backstory into... Um, why we have all these different Spider-Man movies and why they all are kind of happening at the same time. So hope you enjoy the episode. Also wanted to make sure that you uh, enjoyed the Super Bowl last night. If you watched the Super Bowl, it was a tight one. Uh, really, really cool to see it go down to the wire like that. I honestly would have been fine with it no matter who won, but kind of cool for to have a repeat winner as well. So congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs um, on that win. Um, I did want to mention, uh, we did ha- we did watch a, a bunch of movies this weekend. Uh, we're continuing to prepare for the movies that are coming out this year. Lots of good ones uh, that we're excited for. So we watched, um, we watched uh, Kong Skull Island on Saturday. We watched the Ghostbusters um, on Friday. And then we watched Dune on Sunday. So uh, trying to get the boys caught up on some of these films as we're going to be talking about them in the coming weeks. So um, again... I can't help thank you enough for, for listening to the podcast. If you can, please like and subscribe. Or please, if you jump on Instagram, give us a comment. Just comment uh, on the on the, the podcast. Um, just let us know that you're listening. And if you have any questions or have any comments or feedback, we'd love to hear it. Um, again, like, subscribe, all that stuff. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and everywhere else podcasts are, including YouTube. So check it out. Um, without further ado, let's get to the conversation. All right, we are here. We are excited. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're going to go ahead and introduce yourself. This is going to be uh, the Movies That Make You Cheer podcast because it's one of our favorite characters. Um, so with me, uh, I am Sprang, and with me I've got my four boys. Let's start youngest to oldest. Hi, I'm Zeke. I'm a human being child. I have ADHD. I am Colton, and I am 11.75. You can pretty much call me 12 because I am. It rounds up. I'm Jacob, and I'm 13. I'm Connor, and technically 14. There's 17 more days. 17 more days, and you turn a big eight. What are you most looking forward to about being 14? My racing wheel. Oh, like for your birthday present? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching Naruto Shippuden whenever I turn 12. Yeah, yep. four months, five months. That's all you got. I can start driving before everyone in a video game. Nice. Like that can grant you Rismo, right? Yeah, you could become a famous racer. Yay! Very cool. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into it. Uh, we spent a whole episode a few times, a few months ago on the whole, all the Marvel series, but this, uh, this episode is going to be focused on one of those characters, basically in preparation for the movie that's coming out Wednesday, which is, uh, Madam Web, 
Now, um, for those of you that don't know, Madam Web is being produced by Sony, who Sony actually owns the rights to do Spider-Man characters on screen. They, they have the rights to him as a character. Um, back in the early 2000s, they came out with an original trilogy, original three movies uh, with Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Uh, and that did really, really well. Uh, fun fact, the first trailer for Spider-Man came out before September 11th. And it, it featured uh, a bank robbery where they were in a helicopter and then they got stuck trying to get away. And when the cameras panned back, it's Spider-Man's got a web between the two towers, the twin towers. And that was the, the opening like teaser before we knew anything. That was the, like the announcement that, Hey, there's a Spider-Man movie coming cut to September 11th happens and we can't, uh, we don't have the twin towers anymore. And so they kind of cut that scene. They cut that part of the advertising, but um, it was around a very difficult time, uh, and Spider-Man became a huge hit uh, with Tobey Maguire as the main character, Peter Parker. Um, and Jacob, you said you've seen some of these? Yeah, I have. Um, I've seen the first one, the second one, and I can't remember if I saw the third one, but I know I saw the first the first two. Very cool. Yeah, this is the one, this is one where I didn't, I mean, I, I had some Spider-Man comics and everything, um, but I did not know. Uh, most of the most of the stuff, but Green Goblin was the main main villain. I did want to mention before we jump into kind of talking about the Tobey Maguire series. Uh, so we're talking about this because Madam Web is a Spider-Man. Uh, it's in the Spider-Man universe, and we've mentioned this on previous episode. But those of you that may have not listened to it, Sony does own the rights to all all the Spider-Man characters. Um, they have a joint deal to you for Spider-Man to be in the Marvel movies, but. Sony owns the rights to all those characters. So they've been kind of building their own Spider-Man universe without Spider-Man. Uh, so it started with Venom, uh, then Venom 2, then a movie called Morbius, which is a character that gets um, bitten by uh, bats and becomes a vampire. Uh, but he's kind of like an anti-hero. He's not good, not bad, but he's kind of in the middle. Um, and then this one is the next one after that. So Madam Web picks it up, stars Dakota Johnson, She's Madam Web, and then she also meets three other ladies that are also spider characters in the Spider-Man universe in this movie. Uh, and there's this guy that's coming after them, and she's she can kind of see the future. What we see from the trailer, she can kind of see the future, and so she can kind of help them survive. So then, so then this one, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, this is the first of three movies in this universe, Madam Web being the first one. The second one is Craven the Hunter. And then the third one that's coming out in November, I think, is Venom 3. So we'll be gearing up for those movies. We'll watch those when they when they get closer. But that's just kind of a backstory for why we're talking about Spider-Man in this episode. There are rumors that there might have been a Spider-Man in the movie. There might be a Spider-Man that shows up. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see when we see the movie. So, uh, But um, to get back to the Sony thing. So just real quickly, Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man back when Marvel Comics was struggling. They needed to sell off the rights to the movies so that they could kind of keep the doors open. So they sold off the rights of, of uh, Spider-Man to Sony and X-Men to Fox. Uh, they've recently purchased Fox. So they have the X-Men back and they've worked out this deal for Sony so they can have Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but the original uh, movies that came out had Tobey Maguire. Uh, all three of those movies were directed by a director named Sam Raimi. 
who's most famous for doing a lot of campy horror films back in the 80s and 90s. Most recently, he directed uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and there are talks about him coming back to help direct some more Marvel movies. Um, so that was kind of the Tobey Maguire. Anything you remember about it, Jacob, that you liked um, that made you like want to watch more? I thought it did a good job of like making the villain seem creepy because if you look at Green Goblin, he has a green suit and you know he doesn't look that scary. But whenever you get like his backstory and his kind of like twisted mind, it really gives the villain a whole new level of scariness. Nice. Yeah, I really I really enjoyed that. Um, Willem Dafoe played the Green Goblin and he is just an amazing actor. And he just can do so much with his facial expressions and all that stuff. Um, so that trilogy ended. They were planning on doing a fourth one, but it didn't work out. The studio jumped in and add, Venom was supposed to be the villain of the fourth movie, but the studio wanted to push him into the third movie. So Sam Raimi put him in there and then they kind of scrapped the fourth movie because he would, didn't want to work for a studio that was going to pressure him to do that kind of a thing. So didn't get a fourth movie with Tommy McGuire, but because there's a timer on their uh, rights to Spider-Man, if they don't do a Spider-Man movie within a certain time frame, they're like, oh crap, we don't have any Spider-Man movies planned. We need to plan another one. So they rebooted with The Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield as the main Spider-Man Peter Parker character, introduced Gwen Stacy as his love interest, and that whole storyline. First uh, first movie, uh, it was the professor uh, scientist that became a lizard, uh, was the villain in the first movie. Uh, it did pretty well. It was a really good movie. I enjoyed that a lot. I liked him as Peter Parker. Really solid. Uh, second movie, they introduced too many too many villains again. Uh, they had Rhino, played by Paul Giamatti. They had Electro, played by Jamie Foxx. Um, and it just was just not enough. Um, not enough story, I think, for people to kind of grab a hold of. And so it just kind of fell apart. It's some odd, odd choices in that movie. Um, but that kind of killed that series. So then Marvel comes along and says, hey, how about we join together to make Spider-Man movies? And Sony signed that deal, which was unprecedented. All right, that gets us all the way to here, where we get to talk about the movies that we've seen together as a family. And that is with Tom Holland as Spider-Man. So we've talked about the all the Marvel movies, but let's go down the list just real quickly. We're going to talk about all three movies, but before we do, what is your favorite of the three movies? I really liked Homecoming. Uh, I thought it was a really good movie, kind of introducing you to the Tom Holland Spider-Man. And um, I, yeah, I liked it. It was funny. Nice. Zeke, what about you? What What was your favorite of the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies? What's your favorite? Um, Definitely Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. I like that one because... He revealed that Peter Parker was Spider-Man, and I'm like, <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Yeah, that was a great cliffhanging ending, Which for sure. Which one is the guy who has, like, the ball on his head? Yeah. Far From far, Home. Far From Home. Oh, yeah, Far From Home is my favorite, then. Nice. Connor, what about you? I liked Far From Home because of, like, Mind Trip. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. That was a really, really cool villain, for sure. It was like a VHS. He put something like a like either a Blu-ray disc or a VHS or something like that. I don't know what it was, but 
still, he played some pretty cool mind tricks. It's yeah. like the technology in Spy Kids 3 Game Over. Nice. That's very cool. Yeah, I... Um, so if I were going to rate one, I would have to say mine is um, No Way Home. Uh, and I think it all has to do with... Uh, there's a couple of things in that, but we'll get to that later. Um, cool. All right, so let's start. He's introduced to us in Captain America Civil War. Uh, and uh, Tony Stark brings him in to, to be on his side in this whole battle with Captain America. Uh, and he actually, uh, when we first see him, he steals the shield and webs uh, Cap's hands together. And he says, hey, it's pretty epic. So um, so let's talk through, after we got him in there, then we kind of went through with Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming has... Tom Holland in it, um, Zendaya, and it was directed by John Watts. And when did it come out? 2017. 2017. Wow, that seems so, like, not very long ago, and we've had three of his movies. It's crazy. The main premise of Spider-Man Homecoming is that he wants to be an Avenger. He got this opportunity to be an Avenger, and now he wants to be an Avenger all the time, but there's not room for him to be an Avenger. And so... Uh, Tony says, hey, just stick around, stick around here and just be your neighborhood Spider-Man. Like, stop trying to be all big and bad. Uh, and he tries to find all these things, tries to do all these searches, and he finds himself in trouble, and he loses the suit that Tony gifted him. Um, and then he has to find a way to, to get back, and he finds out just a lot, a, lot of cool, a lot of cool story points, for sure, um, for him and his character. Tell me something about Homecoming that you like. So Spider-Man Homecoming is about um, Spider-Man and he's trying to like find his way or find his place in like his neighborhood and stuff. And he winds up doing too much and loses his suit and um, he has to go find it. Uh, and it's part of this like gang or something. And the this dude, he owns like a whole bunch of stuff and he gets this big old suit. And he starts like wreaking havoc and Spider-Man tries to stop him and he ends up uh, getting hurt pretty bad and um, getting suit back. So. Um, so the main villain was Vulture. Um, spoiler alert. We end up finding out that um, it's the dad of his girl that he likes at school. Remember that? And then there's like a trip that they go to Washington, D.C., and he gets locked in a trunk, and he gets stuck in a trailer in, in a warehouse for, like, ever. Um, almost misses. He does miss the competition that they were there for, and so everybody's mad at him, but he's, like, trying to balance being Spider-Man and having all these powers and abilities to help people and also having to be a teenager and go to class and do all that stuff. So it's an interesting dynamic. There's a lot of good, got a good moments there. I do remember something from Homecoming. I don't know if it was a boat or a train, but he, like, had two, like, webs together, and he was, like, being stretched out as flexible as he could be, and he was screaming, like, Aah! There was also this, like, elevator thing, yeah, and it was going, like, it was, like, the Haunted Mansion. It was going, like, way down, not back and up and down. But it was going, like, way down, and... Yeah, it was the Washington Monument. the The kids were up at the top of the Washington Monument, and Spider Man had to save them because it was it was crashing. So the interesting thing is that they were doing. Um, the dad was. Uh, it was a combination of two things. He was gathering 
alien technology from the original Avengers movie and selling it on the black market. So he was trying to make a living for himself. And it, uh, and that's how he's, that's so he had all this equipment, all these weapons and stuff that he was able to sell. Uh, but it also, uh, he also used them to kind of, to hurt people. Um, started out with a good idea, but ended up being a bad guy. I liked how everything was destroyed. What was destroyed? The, like, when they were at the ending fight scene, a lot of stuff was destroyed, so I like that. I liked whenever he was chasing that van and trying to get to it, trying to get the secret weapon. Oh, yeah. This is pretty cool. Um, there was also this thing, like, where the suit was, like, super kill mode. Or, like, kill on sight. Or something like that. Yeah, instant and, kill. Yeah, instant kill mode. And Spider-Man was like, no, 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 no. But then, like, almost at the near end of the movie, he was like, suit, yes, insta-kill mode. I've been waiting for you to say that. And then they literally <laughs> insta-kill. Yeah, that's crazy. So the way that the movie ends, to your point, Colton, was that um, they were transporting all of the Avengers stuff uh, to the Avengers uh, compound instead of the Avengers Tower because of the, the Battle of New York. And so they were transporting all that in a big uh, transport ship, an AI-powered transport ship. Vulture was going to land on it and steal everything from the ship so he could do it. Spider-Man figured it out. Spider-Man ended up having to fight him and all that stuff. And ended up he survived uh, and got arrested and all that stuff. But it was pretty epic, pretty epic film. Anything else about Homecoming that you liked? Nope. What about what about his best friend Ned? Anybody liked him? Oh, I saw the bloopers and he, um they took like thirty minutes because Ned couldn't say Spider Man. Oh, that's so funny. He's like Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I also liked that, and I also liked how um in Spider Man No Way Home. Okay. <laughs> Save it, buddy. Save it for when we're talking about that movie. That I I don't mind you saying it, but are we gonna rate all these movies? Maybe. Connor, did you have something to say? I liked whenever he walked in and he dropped the uh, star. Uh, no, it was the uh, uh, Death Star. Death Star. Yeah, but what happens if they like messed up or something? What if they had to rebuild the ship again? Oh yeah. What did you say? Oh, they would probably buy. Uh, built one that's already built and then use it as a prop and then break it. Unless they had like a Lego master on on, on call. Come in and build that thing real super fast. Connor could get that done in like what, 10 hours? Cool. Uh -huh. Alright, so Homecoming. Let's go ahead and rate it 1 to 5. Let's not do Aww. let's not do 1 to 10. It's too much. Too many I'll, numbers. I'll just multiply it by 1 2. Alright, Connor, why don't you go first? What would you rate Spider-Man Homecoming? Four. Okay, Colton. Uh three point two. Okay. Uh I liked it. I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four point five. Nice. I would I would give it probably a four point two five. I think it's I think it's a really good movie, really good introduction to the Spider Man character in this Marvel universe. Um and yeah, I love the story. And I think I like the, the heart of it. The the fact that he finds out like the twist uh, that it's his girlfriend's dad, and then he has to balance like how do I how do I navigate this, and then the dad finds out that he's Spider Man. Oh, so so many so much good tension and build up 
for that final battle. And then he has to, he thinks he's nothing because he failed the first time, but he has to get all that strength and lift up uh, the crashed ship and all that stuff to protect, to save himself. And then he also ends up saving uh, the enemy. That's one thing I think that we're going to come back to, but Spider-Man, Tom Holland, Spider-Man tries to do everything he can to, to save his, to save the villains. So cool. All right, let's go on to Spider-Man Far From Home. Jacob, you got some details for us? Yeah, so the main dude, obviously Tom Holland. Uh, the director was John Watts, and it was made in 2019. Cool. Uh, so tell us a little bit about Far From Home. What's the main, what's the main premise? So Spider-Man, he's um, on his trip to uh, Europe, and he... You know, he gets close to, like, telling MJ that he likes her. And um, Nick Fury comes, and he tells him that there's these, like, elementals. And he has to go and destroy every one of them. And then he gets help from this um, other superhero named Mysterio. And along the way, uh, while they're, like, beating up all the elementals and stuff, he finds out that Mysterio isn't really a superhero and he's kind of more evil than uh, Spider-Man thought he was. So uh, Mysterio uses like his superpower or uh, kind of tech stuff to like uh, put Peter Parker in like a trance. And so um, he's like really confused and he doesn't know what's reality and what's not. And um, he ends up beating Mysterio, but before that, uh, but before Mysterio actually dies, uh, he makes this video and tells the world that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yeah, very good summary for sure. And that is one of the interesting things about a lot of superhero shows, and especially the original two Spider-Man series that they did, was that Spider-Man's identity is always a secret. Um, and that's a secret identity, right? Clark Kent is Superman. You can't tell anybody, but in the Marvel universe, like the first movie, Tony Stark says, I'm Iron Man. Right. So that new rules like Marvel in the Marvel movies, they basically have said, no, we, we all know, we all know all this stuff. There's no sense in hiding it. And so it's kind of interesting. The second Spider-Man movie, they kind of reveal that. And then that gets us to the third movie where he's trying to reverse it, but more on that later. Um, Cool. So uh, what, anybody remember the name that uh, Ned gave, because he put on the black, uh, the black Spider-Man suit when he was in Europe, and they said, "Oh, that's not Spider-Man. That's um, Spider Monkey." It was a, it wasn't Spider something? It was, but I think Monkey. Or it, I thought it, you were gonna say like Venom. Yeah, Night Monkey. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Night we'll Monkey. look it up. It's kind of funny because he needed to get away from the spider. So, all right. Um, so yeah, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal played Mysterio. He was basically using, uh, they were all former employees of Stark, right? And I think they were uh, using the technology to basically build all of these hologram situations to make it look like all this bad stuff was happening when it never really was. So, and and then that also kind of, because they can create these worlds, uh, they can actually, you know, cause people to think things that aren't really true, right? So what's your favorite part about Far From Home? I really like that ball around, like the main evil guy's head, or, or the main villain's head. It's really funny, and I also like Night Monkey. I'm gonna replace Spoot. I'm gonna make Spooter Man, 
plus Night Monkey. Nice. So it was also the first movie after Endgame. So it fell very, very oddly in the stories because it's kind of showing what happened after after Tony Stark's dead and Happy has to tell him basically like, no, you can carry on this legacy. You're the one that has to, you don't have to rely on Tony Stark anymore. You can carry this on, right? So I thought that was a really cool moment too. Like when um, he's kind of using the, using the Stark technology in the ship or on the, on the, the bus or whatever he was on to try to make his new suit and all this stuff. And uh, Happy sees him and kind of, it reminds him of Tony. Connor, what about you? What's uh, what's something you liked about uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home? The drones. I like the drones. All of them look really cool. Oh yeah, so they were using drones to project the uh, the scenes and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. One other thing I did want to mention. So in the original Spider-Man movies, um, with Tommy McGuire, early two thousands, there was a guy uh, that played um, J. Jonah Jameson, who is the head of the Daily Bugle, which is where Peter Parker works. So he's the um, newspaper there. And in Spider-Man Far From Home, he is actually uh, the same guy, plays the same character in Marvel. And he has starts uh, bad-mouthing Spider-Man the whole time. And it, uh, he's like the head of this kind of, not the head, he's like running this like news show like on YouTube in his basement. Um, and he starts talking trash about Spider-Man. And then that's also when He's the one that kind of announces with Rey Mysterio's video that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. So pretty cool, pretty cool that they made that connection. All right, so let's rate let's rate Spider-Man Far From Home. What you got, Colton? Oh, two point three. Okay, Jacob. Um, I'll give it a three, three and a half. Okay. I think I'll give it a four. Okay, and Zeke. Um, 3.5. Nice. Uh, I'll give it a 3.5 too. It's not my favorite, but I do like, I think the things they did with uh, MJ um, kind of expanding to that now him and Ned and MJ both know that he's Spider-Man. Uh, that's kind of fun. So cool. cool. Last of the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies up until this point um, is Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, this one is a more recent film. It has Dr. Strange in it, who's helping him try and because some, because the entire world knows that he's Spider-Man, he's trying to get Dr. Strange to help make everybody forget. And it's a really, really difficult spell for him to do. Uh, and then he says, well, not, not, not everybody. I still want MJ to know. I still want Ned to know. I still want my aunt to know. I still. And so then while he's doing all that, uh, Doctor Strange ends up, the spell ends up breaking the multiverse. And so all of these weird, weird things start happening. Uh, and what what ends up happening with the villains in this movie? They all come back to life. <gasps> from from where? Spider-Man's friend. Ned? Ned. He makes a portal using a ring. And yeah, that is one of the spots, yeah. Peter Parker, but it brings up a different Peter Parker from another place mm-hmm okay. yep and he brings in andrew uh andrew garfield mm-hmm. and then uh he tries again and he brings in Tobey Maguire. so this is where they bring the other th- other spider-men from those other two sony verses right into the the film but before that what 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 about the villains what about the villains that are unique about this movie 
Um, the villains are from a different multiverse, and, um, they know different Peter Parkers. Yeah, and this Peter Parker is not the one. So they're like, yeah, you're not Spider-Man. You must be some, like, cosplayer or something. Yeah, so the first villain that he encounters in this film is Doc Ock, who is from the second Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. But he's in this world thinking that Spider-Man is Tobey Maguire, that that version. And when he takes his mask off and he's not, he's shocked by that. So then, who else? Who else shows up? Uh, um, there's like uh, Green Goblin or, uh, yeah, Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Green Goblin from the first Spider-Man movie comes back. Who else? Um, Electro. Yep. Electro comes back. And who else? That lizard dude, yeah, who wants to turn the whole world into lizards. Yep. Who else? Sand guy. Yep, Uh, Sandman comes back. So pretty much every villain from every Spider-Man movie that had been in the Sony-verses, right, are now present in the Marvel-verse, and he's he's trying to take them down. But what's crazy is this whole movie, he's not trying to kill them. What is he trying to do? Saves them from being evil and trying to fix them. It's like um, Five Nights at Freddy's where the child is talking to the golden teddy bear. And the golden teddy bear says, you're broken. I will fix you. Kind of like that. So I think that's one of the craziest things about this film for me. And why it's my favorite of the Tom Holland movies. Is that it's the whole point, the whole time he's not trying to hurt the villains he's not trying to hurt the bad guys he recognizes that there's something broken in them and he's trying to help them so doc ock it's the 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 metal arms that he puts on end up messing with his brain uh same thing with uh goblin green goblin is this that the serum that he took end up messing with his brain and so he's trying to heal them he's trying to help them he's trying to keep them from that uh keep them from being bad trying to help them recover from all that pain what happens in most movies when you have a villain and a hero? Uh, a villain and a hero, they fight, and then the villain gets captured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rarely, they might die. Yeah. So this, this movie kind of had a twist on that. And then there comes a point where about two-thirds of the way through the movie where um, uh, he looks like he's into it, he's, like, recovering, and then all of a sudden it all... It all kind of snaps, and he just goes back to being the bad, the bad goblin. Um, so it's directed by you can guess it, John Watts, because he directed all the other ones. Same actors, just Tony McGuire and Andrew Garfield. Uh, Andrew Garfield, and it was made in twenty twenty one, PG thirteen, two hours cool. and twenty eight minutes. Yeah. So this is definitely one of the most epic storylines. Um, lots of different things are happening in this one. So. Uh, to get to to put it in perspective, they bring in the new the new spider the, the old Spider Men's come in right, um, and uh, MJ, who is Tom Holland's love interest, um, is falling at one point, and Andrew Garfield saves her. And why that's significant is that in uh, Amazing Spider Man Two, he tries to save Gwen Stacy the same way, and she dies. And so it's this kind of redemption point for him. All of the villains are trying to be like Tom is trying to redeem them and kind of bring them to to back to like a full health. 
um, mental health. And uh, he ends up doing the same thing with Goblin when they all three combine to fight and help and, and stop Green Goblin. They still end up trying to help him and everything. But then at the end of that, uh, you see in the shadows and the clouds, you see all of these other characters, all these other um, people from other multiverses that look like they're going to crash in. And then Doctor Strange is able to kind of seemingly put it all back. But the way that he puts it all back is how. He makes the entire world, every single person, MJ, Ned, everyone, everyone forgets it. Yep, that's the only way you can make it right is if everybody forgets him. And so Spider-Man has to sacrifice his relationships with his best friends, his girlfriend. He has to sacrifice that in order to save the world. So a couple of cool things about that movie that, that really stood out to me, like I've already said, it's the it's the fact that he's not trying to kill his villains. He's trying to help them. He's trying to save them, trying to redeem them. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Uh, and then the fact that he sacrifices everything in his life, which is the Spider-Man story. Like it's like you, with great power comes great responsibility. You've got to sacrifice. It. Oh, other key point, other key moment is that his aunt dies instead of his uncle. Uh, and that's a, that's kind of a, a play on the fact that his uncle died in the other, the other universes, his uncle died. So in this one, his aunt dies and it kind of puts him into that space to where he, he now has kind of completed the, the, the pathway of becoming Spider-Man. Cool. Any other thoughts on Spider-Man No Way Home? Mm-mm. That uh, Peter Parker guy where every single Peter Parker, like, I also, I, uh, it's pretty Sigma, I, how the guy says, guys, I love you. You? Yeah, and I also like how this, what's this guy's name? He tries to replace Ned and says, hey guys, here's the book on me being friends with Spider-Man. The same cool stories and the same bad butt experiences. Wow. <coughs> I don't remember all that. That's pretty cool. It's pretty I like, and I do like, it's really, it's funny to hear them interact with each other too. It's pretty fun. Cool. All right. Let's rate it. Spider-Man No Way Home, Connor. What you got? Uh, I think I'll give it four. Four? A four. Okay, Jacob. Five. And Z. Maxi Maxi five five. All right. Yeah, and I think I would give it a five too. I think as far as the Spider Man movies go, this is my favorite. Um, so pretty cool. That's the high score for me. Yeah. All right. Uh last thing I will say uh about Spider Man is that the uh Sony uh Spider Verse series is going really well and amazing. Um Into the Spider Verse was great introduction of miles morales um second one which was uh across the across the spider verse was great uh him trying to embrace his powers and not fall into not feel like he has to be like every other spider-man uh and then it's supposed to have a new one coming out they kind of put it on hold we don't know when it's going to happen but that'll do it for us uh go see madam web you know yeah. it might be good who knows it might, it might be worth your time it's got some great actresses in it it's got a pretty cool looking villain, cool premise with the whole like seeing the future and kind of re- being able to revisit it and fix all your mistakes. Like there, there's some stuff there. So I hope it's good. And maybe there's some sort of tricky little Spider-Man reference. I don't know, but it might be referencing also Venom or Morbius or there's a lot of things it could be doing um, because they're, they're really trying to double down on this whole Spider-Verse without Spider-Man thing. So hopefully it'll be good. 
be sure to like, subscribe, uh, share our posts, share our Instagram feeds, share our videos, share our podcast. We, we really hope that you uh, enjoyed enough to do that. That really, really help us out, help us meet some new people. Uh, yeah, Mr. Krabs. Yeah, Sigma. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast and getting all the way to the end. Hope you enjoyed that, those conversations. Um, and um, yeah, glad you, glad you joined us. I uh, wanted to let you know that next week uh, we'll be finishing up our best of 2023 episode where the boys share. Uh, we kind of get to the, lot, the ones that they all voted for for being the best. Um, and it, it's, it's a good one uh, because we had one that uh, the top... The top movie did not actually have all four boys, boys votes, so that's fun. Uh, kind of showed the diversity of their likes and dislikes, so pretty fun there. Um, we are making headway, like I said at the beginning of the episode, kind of gearing up for all these movies, so following the best of, we're going to hit on uh, Dune, we're going to hit on uh, Kung Fu Panda, we're going to hit on Ghostbusters, we're going to hit on Godzilla vs. Kong, so be sure to keep following us. Check us out on Instagram where you can catch up all the, on all the new things that we're doing. Uh, new episodes that are rolling out uh, you can just check us out at the movies that make you um, that's on instagram so again thanks for listening and uh, until next time keep watching those movies